We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Everybody and welcome into another episode Hello. of No Other Pod. I'm Jimmy, along with my good buddy Dan. Dan, have you uh, have you recovered from that Chiefs loss yet? That was kind of a heartbreaking one. Oh my gosh, wasn't expecting you to bring that up, but uh, <laughs> just threw it right in there. I kind of was acting like that didn't happen, but uh, thank you. Um, no, man. No, I'm pissed off. And everyone's like, oh, stupid overtime rule. And it's like, okay, don't put yourself in an overtime position then. be a, Have a better defense. How about that? So Yeah, it, it was kind of a bummer. That first half, I was just like, this is literally the worst possible scenario. It was and, trash. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, um, Brady's the man, dude. I, I'm not going to discredit yeah. anything because the man doesn't hang on to the ball very long. And he makes things happen and doesn't need to scramble. Because his linemen protect his ass. And uh, I don't know, we could talk for half an hour. But uh, everybody, welcome to episode 69. (laughs) There you go. We made it, dude. We made it to the the great number. We did, and we are uh, in the midst of Sporting KC preseason. We have had actual Sporting KC soccer, although none of us saw it. Because it no, was behind just, closed doors and it was not streamed. You can so, read about it and that's about it. Yeah, so uh, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about we have a date for the jersey launch. It's coming up. So we'll oh, we uh, do. We'll touch on that and uh, talk a little bit of uh, CCL. We got some interesting quotes from Peter regarding what he expects for the CONCACAF Champions League. Um, MLSsoccer.com had an interview with Daniel Shallowy talking about That's how right. he can build on his year last year. So we might touch on that. Um, and then some news around the league. So we'll, we'll, we'll touch on, uh, on all of this information. And of course we got a couple of fan questions, um, particularly from, a, a listener of ours, Brian Scarborough. Thank you, Brian, for your email. We're going to touch on a lot of your questions. Not going to get to all of them, but, um, mm-hmm. Brian sent us a very good, long, detailed email that we are very, very appreciative cool. of. So thank you, Brian. I was. I, it feels nice to get those. Uh, you know, little. You can only do so much on Twitter. So if you guys need to to send an email and blow us up with a, a story or something, noetherpod at gmail dot com. Yes, sir. And uh, our DMs are open now too, so you can yes. send us a, a a DM on Twitter or, of course, a, a private message on Facebook. Any which way you want to, we will get back to you. We will answer your questions on the pod as much Any as we can. Any way you want it. Yep, that's exactly right. <laughs> going to turn into a karaoke podcast now. Um, it gets there. I'm, I'm very musical. You know, I'm very, I feel it. When I feel it, I just go. Yeah, no, that's good. I love it. Yeah. Um, what I also love is Sporting KC opened the preseason with a 4-0 win over Woo! Sporting Arizona FC at the Phoenix Rising FC soccer complex. Um, it's tough. So, tough place uh, to play. Yeah, yeah. Known around the world. Big <laughs> as, three points. A, 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 a crazy environment um, against a big-time opponent. Um, big time. <laughs> but no, I mean, I know there's been some people who talk about, hey, 
is this schedule going to get Sporting KC ready for CCL? Because we play, what, maybe two MLS sides in a preseason game before we play Toluca? So, Oh, God. You, I mean, look, this is the first of, what, four, five, six preseason games? Where, where, a 4-0 win is better than a 4-0 loss, right? So what are, you, what are you thinking about this performance? I mean, they're just they got to get the cobwebs off. You got to dust them off a little bit. And, uh, you know, you had academy guys out there scoring goals. You had some of our regular guys scoring goals. I mean, it's all about building confidence right now. And, you know, Champions League, everyone says they're at a disadvantage. We all know we haven't started MLS play yet. But they're doing their best so they can field a decent lineup come February, which I don't know if you know, but that's like, I mean, the game is like a month away. So yeah, but they just got to get, they just got to get fit. They got to get their legs underneath them again. And uh, that's going to take a lot of management skills from, from Peter and and the staff, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, You know, preseason is always a mix of weird rosters and formations and stuff. Um, I think the way that this particular game worked is they did three 30 minute periods per se. And, um, Peter fielded three different uh, lineups. Yeah, three different lineups, and in each period, and he didn't really tip his hand as to like, you know, it wasn't so much this is the starters, this is the second string, and this is the third string. It was kind of a mix of everybody and a bunch of different, um, a, a bunch of different lineups. I mean, I guess you could say that most of the starters were in that first one, but I mean, Roger Espinosa wasn't in that first one. I don't even know if Ilya was in that first one. Um, so. I wouldn't read too much into that, but no lineups don't mean a whole lot right now. No, but what I would like to talk about a little bit is, is uh, some of these goals here. This, the first goal sporting Casey scored was in the 23rd minute. Uh, Felipe Gutierrez sent Rodney Wallace down the left. Rodney Wallace, as we know, is uh, the, the new signing from uh, NYCFC. Yes. He played winger, but they kind of want him to play left back. So I guess Felipe sent him down the left, and then uh, Ronnie Wallace sent in a, a cross that found Johnny Russell, who uh, calmly put the ball into the top corner at the far post. So that Man. sounds good to me. I don't know about you. Rodney Wallace trying to get down there, trying to take Seth Sinovic's job. I, I don't uh, I don't have any problems with that if he wants to contribute like that, man. Everyone's hyped. And, and I'm going to go off on a little bitty thing here. I don't. Did you did you have this on the list? Uh, Hurtado's little interview. No, you did not. We can add that on. Let the me list talk about too. it real quick. Do it. I'm gonna talk about it right now because Hurtado's excited to be with this squad. Like these people that come from other teams, they don't want to play Kansas City, but they want to be on Kansas City. They want to know. They want to play that style of play that's always towards the top that that attacks and and is well rounded. And for Rodney Wallace to be putting in a Assist like that right off the bat, boy, seems pretty comfortable. Now, what were they playing against like 14-year-old boys? Maybe. I don't know. But <laughs> it's exciting to say the least. Yeah, what, was it Was it Sporting Academy? Was it Phoenix Academy for the blind? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Don't quote me. <laughs> uh, it might have been. We, we, we weren't actually there to see yeah. it, so we don't know for sure. Don't know. Um, <laughs> Couldn't say. They, they didn't see it either if they were blind. Hey! Oh, there he is. Yeah. I, the, the only person I know who saw it, who was not part of the club was a uh, Chad from uh, the blue Testament. You follow him at play Chad. for 90. He was there kind of reporting on it, which it's a good thing he was because sporting That's KC cool. said that they would tweet about this game live from SKC match day and then did not do that. So they did not at all. No, our only updates live were coming from Chad. So dude, uh, that's, that's great. And Chad's lived in Arizona for a while. Um, I, with all the scorpions and cacti and all that. So good for you, Chad. Yeah, yeah. He said he picked up 75 new followers that day just from his live tweeting. So, uh, hey, that's huge. <laughs> good for him. Yeah. Um, that's cool. But yeah, no, what, what I like about this is look, even if it is against a, I don't, I don't technically know if Sporting AZ is a professional side or an amateur side. I guess they're, they're I, it's I, I don't a know. UPSL, right? It, it could be. So, um, so, yeah. It's not, it's not, you know, we're not out here playing against Atlanta United, but nah. 23 minutes into playing an actual game together, you've got Felipe and Rodney Wallace and Johnny Russell linking up for some pretty good uh, team goals. Pretty good link. So, Absolutely. you know, 
that that's that's encouraging um that's exciting dude i even not having those updates and just reading the recap i got a little jacked i'm like dude soccer is back now it's not in the capacity we're ready for but it's i mean it's back they're doing things other teams haven't gone on preseason yet did you know that did you know peter asked them to let them go early yeah i know some people so we're recording this on monday peek behind the curtain some teams just went on preseason today like for the first time yes like a bunch Happy of MLK teams. day so there you go um yeah peter's you know he, i mean we got to get as, as much of a head start as we can with ccl coming up so i'm glad he did that um uh, i think it's great. cool i mean I, I don't know what he had to do like mr garber please uh can we can we go please <laughs> how come no one else went kiss the ring yeah um, well, like Atlanta has CCL play, and so did the Red Bulls. They didn't go early. What's that about? Atlanta's trying to figure out what players they are and are not allowed to have on their roster still. Because that's true, they're trying yeah. to work things out. They, I mean, their their new signing, Pity Martinez, arrived in Atlanta last night, and Atlanta United staff were there to greet him, even though he's not been announced. So now they'll have four designated players still, and no one knows how they're going to resolve that. Oh, so well, damn, yeah. Well, he, uh, I, I pity the fool that, that <laughs> figures that out. I hope that he's really confused the first time they go play in uh, Portland because they have that whole chant that's centered around the phrase, no pity. And he's going to be like, what? Why am I not allowed in Portland? Um, they have oh scarves gosh, that say funny. no pity. So, so I just hope that they make a, that's a great. Whole, whole big TIFO that just says no pity. Um, oh, it's going to be huge. <laughs> he's going to be like, why am I not allowed in Oregon? Um <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyway. anyways, we get special treatment and we get to go to Arizona and do preseason before everyone else. Yeah, I love it. Um, so yeah, Felipe, Rodney and uh, Johnny Russell, first goal in the 23rd minute. Not bad. Clicking. But we all know Rodney Wallace was brought in to push Seth Sinovic. They're going to be battling back and forth for that starting left back spot. Seth was not sure. to be outdone. So... The second goal of the game in the 59th minute uh, was scored by Johan Quaze, but it was off of a Seth Sinovic cutback. So Seth got up there, cut the ball back into the middle of the field. Johan got on the end of it, and the recap says Johan thundered a half volley into the side netting from just inside the sporting AZ area. So we're back, man. We got Rodney Wallace assisting. We got Sinovic assisting. We got Johnny scoring. Johan's out there, man. Like, if he's going to score, I'm going to score too. So, why we're not? The ground running. Sinovic's like, hold up. That's that's my position here, player. Give me give me a second. <laughs> let, me, let me show you something. <laughs> yeah. I love it, man. I mean, it's 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 going to be really interesting, this sort of left-back battle, if you will. I don't know if it's, it's really a, a, a battle, per se, because that makes it sound like there's bad blood. But Sinovic's more, no, a little bit more defensive. Battle, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's true. Um, just like any sport, someone goes down an injury and, and people have lost their starting positions. I mean, that's just how it goes. It's true. It's, it'll be interesting because Seth's a little bit more defensive minded. Doesn't quite get up in the attack as much. Rodney Wallace, obviously a a winger that they're moving to left back. So he's going to kind of be in that Graham Zussi mold a bit. Um, yeah, I think we're going to see a pretty good split of playing time. I don't. I, I. I'd be surprised if it's like any one person really like took hold of that left back spot and started like twenty eight of the thirty four games. I, I think Peter's going to rotate quite a bit depending on um, who we're playing. Like if we if we play like a Houston yeah. where they got Albert Ellis out there, probably going to see Rodney Wallace because he's just a bit faster than Seth. But hey, give him more so. options. Absolutely. So. The left back party the was not a done bit. though. Yeah, we have more left back goal scoring. Um, Swope Rangers left back Justin Billu made it three zero just nine minutes later. Apparently, just off the free kick, just took the free kick and was like, "I don't need anything else." Just shot it right into the Gosh. back of the net. Would love to see that. Would have loved to have some kind of video of it. Yeah, <laughs> that would have been nice. I don't know why they can't. I'm sh- I mean, you know they're filming these games. They have to for, for yeah. film study purposes. Why can't they just cut that goal and tweet it out? We all want to see but it. Yeah, give us some kind of highlight reel or something, some kind of highlight package. What's the problem? I don't know. I, I really do not understand why that is not something that they do. Um, it's definitely something they should do uh, for all of these goals, not just the Billy goal, but for all the goal. We, I mean, I want to see 
Johnny Russell off of a Rodney Wallace uh, cross. So oh, I'll take a half volley from Johan every other day. Absolutely. Um, reminds me of that FC Dallas goal. That's what I'm imagining. So, uh, Oh, dear God. That was ridiculous. And then uh, the final goal to cap it off, the 4-0 scoreline. Um, he's a SKC Academy product. He plays midfield for Swope Park. Felipe Hernandez um, apparently got free and then just tapped it around the keeper and uh, calmly put the ball into the back of the net in the 85th minute. And uh, there you have it, 4-0. There it is. So I know Felipe Hernandez is somebody that everyone in the Sporting KC um, front office and technical staff is really excited about. So, you know, we got to. Yeah, they like the boy. They like him a lot. We got a crowded midfield now, but hey, maybe maybe some open cup games. You might see him called up in some of those early round games. I don't know. Never know. So That'd, that'd be interesting for sure. So SKC is back in preseason action Wednesday. So today, if you're listening on Wednesday, um, they'll take on the Phoenix Rising FC trialists. So again, nothing, nothing too crazy. Tough, tough, tough. <laughs> um, it's gonna be rough, man. Yeah, nothing, nothing, nothing too crazy. But hey, it's another opportunity to get match fit, get out there, start getting your legs beneath yourself. So. Um, 11.30 a.m., follow uh, follow Chad down there tweeting <laughs> stuff out, probably. Yeah, Chad will, you know, if he's able to get out there. I think he's a teacher, so uh, he's probably going to have to be like, guys, sorry, teach yourselves. I'm going to watch the, the Phoenix Rising FC trialists. Um, well, aren't teachers striking anyways? I mean, take take your strike and go, <laughs> uh, go watch some soccer. I don't know if Arizona <laughs> teachers are striking, but Chad can start his own strike and say, I'm striking for soccer, so... There you go. There you go. Um, yeah, there were some interesting quotes that Peter had. I'm not going to read all of these, but I'll, I'll, I'll read a couple of them. Um, you know, he said, like, they played three different teams and mixed up the group. Um, all three teams resembled how they want to play. There's already a good, solid foundation of fitness. Um, and he said one of the objectives likes- was to look at the new guys coming in and see how they grasped, and, and they seemed to do that well. So, so yeah, far, man. So good. He likes Hurtado a lot. He does. Yeah, you mentioned the uh, the Hurtado story that was on MLSsoccer.com. Um, someone asked Peter directly about Hurtado. Um, he said he's got a good attitude, a strong mentality, great understanding of playing with the ball, uh, great movement. Um, this was the most interesting part for me. He said he reads the game in those situations well, and I think he's just a handful for opposing teams' defenses because he's very explosive. He has a strong build and finds himself in good spots. Um, that sort of reminds me of a kind of Dom Dwyer description. I don't know about you, but a handful. He's a strong. Bit. He's explosive. The part that I think is Got uh, great hair. <laughs> part that I think is a little bit better than Dom Dwyer is this last part when he says he's uh, he has a strong mentality, a good attitude, and is very coachable. I don't know if that part describes Dom so much. So, Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if he – I don't know, man. I don't know if he's the guy. I mean, we, we know Christian Namath's having a little uh, – had a little off-season surgery, which yeah. I think that just broke last week. I don't think we even talked about that. But You're right. I don't think we did. You know, they do expect Namath to be back. So who knows Who knows who the starting guy is? I mean, they've said Namath is, but you don't know. Surgery can change everything. Yeah, I think it was a sports hernia surgery, and he was dealing with that throughout the second part of last season. So I don't know. Does that? I, I know a lot of people were kind of concerned with how Namath performed in the second half of last season. Um knowing that it was well, his he first hardly played. Well, yeah, he did hardly play probably because he had this injury we didn't know about, but knowing that he had this injury right. and then also knowing that like, Hey, he hadn't played in a while consistently. He had to get back to fitness. Does that sort of ease any worry for you about whether Namath can be the guy? I don't know, dude. I, I don't know if any of my worries will ever be eased. I'm just, That's I'm true. hot all the time. <laughs> I'm just an angry person. I just I, I expect the worst. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who's going to be up top, and I don't really care as long as the team is scoring goals as a whole. I don't care if Ike Parra's up there heading things in. You know, as long as we're getting it done. Yeah, that's true. Um, 
if Ike's even on this team, who knows? He might go play in Colorado. <laughs> uh, Peter Vermees, I did. I meant to add this to our list of topics to talk about, but I didn't. But since you brought it up, we don't know who for sure will be the next guy up top. Um, did you see on the Blue Testament, Chad actually published a story um, where he followed up with uh, some quotes that Peter had earlier in the offseason where he said they were close on a new addition, um, potentially at forward. Well, that's apparently fallen through. Um, he said, you know, when when the Blue Testament followed up on on that specific signing and asked if there was any progress, Peter said, I would say not yet. It's not something we are heavily, heavily pursuing. We are not killing ourselves to get something done. It is more we're being very patient. We want to make sure that if we do add something, that it has to be right in all ways. And said, he basically said that if they do add someone, um, it would most likely be in the summer or even in the next off season. So he, I mean, he didn't rule it out. He said, you know, if, uh, if we have the opportunity and, and, you know, something falls in our lap, then, Hey, we'll, you know, we'll move on it. A lot of things can happen. He just doesn't feel like they have to do anything because they have a strong team right now. So for anybody who was wondering cool. about if they're still trying to sign a new player, there you go. That sounds like a new. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they did also ask, I want to get your question on this. Cause this, this might be a, a, your, your opinion on this. This might be a little concerning for some people. Um, someone asked Peter if sporting will be fully fit by their first competitive match, which is that February 21st game against Toluca. Yeah. He says, I'd like to hope so, but it's probably asking a little too much because by the time we get there, we still have not played an MLS game yet. It's going to be our first real competition. That's where the real difficulty is going to take place. And obviously we're playing a very good team and they're already in the middle of their season. So us trying to get in form and being 90 minutes fit at a fast pace is going to be the biggest hurdle. He goes on, but that's pretty pessimistic. Yeah, is do you, I mean, is that him like hedging his bets a bit, or or how do you how do you read that? I think it's him covering his ass. So if they do fail out, that he's like, well, yeah, I try to tell you, <laughs> but I feel like I feel like he's like, well, I'd like to think so, but it's quite a bit to ask, so I wouldn't I wouldn't bet on it. You know, that's that's kind of how that feels. Yeah, I mean, he he says our our approach is is just going to try to get as close as we can to 90 minutes fitness while also playing at a good pace. It's just going to be difficult. So I don't know. <laughs> it's not like they've had much time off for God's sakes. Jesus. We just bowed out of the, you know, the, the cup in, in November. So yeah. Yeah. It's not like they've had much time to do anything. Yeah. And they even asked him about motivation to make a deep run. And he kind of even was like, well, let's pump the brakes on that. Like I would talk more about trying to get past Toluca before I would talk about winning anything. Um, we have a monumental yeah. task I mean, with who we no draw. No one first. said that though. So deep run is huge, and yeah, we we drew Toluca, and it's by far one of the toughest teams in the competition. So, yeah. So I think they're beatable. I think it's just going to be hard. So hey, we'll see. Everyone's beatable, man. Any given day, dude, the ball can bounce your way. Piece, uh, someone makes a mistake. Soccer is such a game of mistakes. You make one bad step, and you're burned for it. So like. You're never out of it, you know? Yeah, you're right. So we've seen Sporting KC beat teams that are better than us. We've seen Sporting KC lose to teams that are much worse than us. Um, You're right. Any given day, anything can happen. So especially in one game. Yeah. Um, But one thing that is coming up that's moving us one step closer to the regular season is this Sporting KC season kickoff and kit launch party. Oh, yeah. I know we had a lot of uh, listeners out there asking us, when's the kit going to launch? When's the kit going to launch? And we didn't have any inside information other than based on when they launched it last year. This is much earlier than they did last year. They did it at the end of February last yeah. year. This year, it's the beginning of February. They, I think they've done it like first week of March, like like the week of their first game. That's so, true. I mean, this is this is big time. And you and I speculated on it. We were like, uh, you think they'll do it before CCL or you think they'll do it like before MLS? And it's like, well, there we go, man. Before CCL, they're going to rock these jerseys in CCL play. I hope so. It's going to be pretty cool. Um, I mean, maybe. Maybe they do. Maybe they don't. But I want to know why is it at the Nelson Atkins Museum of Art and not at no other pub? 
Maybe they're expecting too many people for no other pub. I mean, no other pub's cool, but yeah, like maybe. you can't really fit that many people in a place where they can see. That's um, true. So, and Nelson Atkins is for I have you been there? I've not been to Nelson Atkins Museum yet. Are you for real? Oh my gosh. It's I'm so, so cool. for real, dude. We lived in we just it was just kind of out of our way. We lived in Kansas City, Kansas, so it was just kind of a little bit of a, a little bit of a drive, you know. I guess that's true. Yeah, man. It's awesome. I love it. Um, you definitely can't get through the whole we museum need to make it over there in one like trip. I mean, you can if you spend literally all day there. But um, yeah, yeah, they got all sorts. I mean, they got like sort of like classic art that you think of, but then they have like a whole like um, Egyptian section. They have a real mummy there that you can see, and then they got like sort oh, of like a medieval section where they got like knight's armor and stuff. It's really cool. So, so well, I'm a, a little fan. more than just art, then kind of a whole bunch of other stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a fan. I love it. I mean, okay, we're gonna check it out, man, because we're uh, we're gearing up to come back home here pretty soon. So that's gonna be uh, that'll definitely be on the list of things to do. It's free outside of parking too, so you just pay for parking, you get in for free. So there you go. Oh damn, you can like, but you could actually go park across the street and just walk. You could, you could absolutely do that. Um, Ain't no thing. But yeah, I think it'll be a good menu for the season kickoff party. Um, it is should be fun. Monday you think it'll go. I'm going to try Monday, February 4th at 6 p.m. Um, we'll, I'm, 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 it's an odd date. Yeah. Monday night's a little different for something like this. But, hey, maybe it was the only night they could get the Nelson. Um, Monday, February 4th. Huh? Interesting. Yeah. So, I guess for the first time, fans will have the opportunity to pre-order the jersey before it's even unveiled. Uh, That's interesting. Yeah. So, you can do it online and then you'll be able to pick it up at the party, presumably, if you do buy the kit sight unseen, uh, you get a free drink. So there's that. See, what <laughs> if what if you do it though? Like I'm the kind where I I'm, I'm I might bitch about the jersey, but I'll probably get it anyways. But like, what if you're the kind that just you know you get the jersey and you're like, oh, I'm pissed off that I bought this. I mean, surely you could return it, of course, but I don't know. That kind of sucks. Yeah, that would be kind of a bummer. Um, buying it blind like that i don't know it's like it's like yeah. buying a house without seeing it you know yeah yeah i mean i my guess always doing that <laughs> <laughs> uh hey at least you facetime through it so <laughs> that's true you know that's what true. it looks like um yeah yeah i don't know i think uh i think the type of people who will pre-order it sight unseen are probably the type of fans who will like it no matter what it is um Probably. Yeah. I'm the type of person who I'm going to want to see it first. Um, Not that I don't trust Sporting KC, but I'd like to know what I'm spending my money on. (laughs) Right. But Exactly. um, We did have one of uh, the questions that Brian Scarborough asked. He goes, with the kit reveal announcement set for Feb 4th, I'm wondering if there's anything you'd like to see from the new kit. And then he says he wants to see some blue vertical stripes a la Hertha Berlin. Um, or maybe a return to Argyle. So what do you think? Any any ideas as to what you want to see in this new kit? It is the primary kit. It will be the primary, so it will be some sporting blue. Um, I just hope it's not anything like the Vancouver Whitecaps kit that had a bunch of bunch of raindrop looking things on there. That was that was weird. <laughs> yeah, that was because we've seen something in their internet art lately. Like you can see their announcements and how their theme is changing, so you can speculate about it. And there's like some dots, some pixelated dots in there, and I'm like, oh boy, we're gonna be pixelated. We're gonna be pixelated. Um, yeah, I mean there there's there's some dots. There is sort of that slant that's the um, that you see a lot in their art nowadays. So I don't know, but I feel like I did this last year or the year before where I was like, I'm looking at all of their art and their background that's changed. And I'm like, this is going to be the kit. And then it was not even close. So, uh, right. I don't know. But yeah, we do know it's going to be light blue probably with some dark blue in it, but I don't, I don't know if they could do a, a vertical stripe kit like Hertha Berlin's because at least with the dark blue, because I think that'd be too dark of a Jersey. I think we need to have like a very clear light colored Jersey and a very clear dark. Yeah, colored we jersey. will. So, and the last primary was the collared one, right? It was collared with the uh, vertical white stripes. 
Uh, yeah, it was like it was the white collar, and then yeah. it had like the very light vertical, light blue stripes. Yeah, and it really didn't feel like jersey material. It was kind of clothy for some reason. Yeah, it, it was it was a little different. I'm I'm not sure why. Um, yeah, I guess if they could, they could go light vertical, light blue vertical stripes with like white, but then you're basically just got the Argentina kit. Um, so yeah, I don't know that they'll do that. I don't know. It's fun to speculate though. Yeah, I, as long as it's not like I I don't I'm not a jersey designer obviously, so I don't have any sort of like. Per- don't go horizontal. Don't don't go horizontal stripes because us us big people that just makes you look bigger. <laughs> Although I did like the the, you the know? away kit from what 2015 that horizontal the light blue dark blue horizontal stripes I I did like those. Um, oh, it was like primarily dark navy. Yeah, with the light blue stripes, sort of like yeah, those are too tight on my arms. <laughs> Made me look like a buff son of a bitch. I didn't I didn't know. The only thing I ask for the jersey is that it's not just like one of those like standard Adidas templates that they give to like teams all over and they just change it to your colors. Um, yeah. I'd like a little bit more thought put into it. And I think Sporting KC does too. They so. do. They do. Sporting doesn't mess with that shit. They, they, they'll, they'll figure it out. They got good people. Yeah, because I did see a tweet that it looked like the New York Red Bulls new away jersey is pretty much just Atlanta United's old away jersey. So I don't need, I don't need anything like that, but hell no. So good question. We'll see. uh, We'll find out soon what we are getting. Yes, we will. So, um, you mentioned, uh, the Eric Hurtado article that was out there. There was also a, uh, right. A a Daniel shallowy article, um, where they talked about how on MLSsoccer.com, where they talked about how his breakout 2018 will lead to more, confidence in 2019 um he's got a quote here he goes you know i don't think there's pressure it's confidence um i know what i can do and my teammates and coaches know that so i think it gives me a little bit of extra confidence that i'll be able to provide that i'm not trying to top my last year i'm trying to repeat it so um i guess hey that's a a a good mentality uh but do you think that the rest of the league now knows about daniel shallowy and it might be hard for him to keep up that form or do you think he'll just keep on building on his success? Well, uh, I, I don't know, man. I think that I, I hate that he said he's he's looking to. Didn't he say something like I'm looking to repeat what I did? Yeah. He he didn't really say like I'm looking to surpass what I did. Yeah, like yo, man, don't don't just repeat, okay? Surpass, like you met the goal. And and now you know you wanted to score ten goals and you did now go more. That's what a goal is. You you up the goal. You up the ante. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, so I don't know. He's he's a kid. He's just happy to be interviewed. <laughs> he is a pretty funny interview. Um, when I've talked with him a few times, he's oh I'm sure he's pretty entertaining. Um, he likes to make jokes and stuff. It's kind of fun. But yeah, he right. um, I don't know. It'll it'll be interesting because there's a lot. The offense is crowded, man. The attack is crowded. You got Kellen Rowe in there now who can True. play on the wing. Gerso, Johnny, Johan, Rodney Wallace can get up there if need be. Like that there's a lot of people. So um hey, you could even put Namath on the wing and put Hurtado up front if you needed to. Like that so I, I it's gonna be tough for him to unless he like really locks down that left wing spot, which he kinda did last year. Um I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, he'll get some. He'll get some rotating out though. They'll they'll rotate him for sure, especially with all these competitions. Uh, especially if you get past this first leg of CCL. So, for sure, he did say we're planning to make a run in the Champions League. So hopefully that's going to happen. Which I thought was kind of funny because after Peter's quote of saying, "Peter's like, I don't know, we're not <laughs> we're not talking about making a run because uh, we just have to even get past this first team, and I don't even know if we're going to do that." So, uh, right. Well, Daniel obviously was not – he obviously wasn't down in Arizona with the team because he was up at MLS Media Day in, in Hollywood. Yeah, he was out there doing – there's got to be a player from every MLS team doing the, the whole media tour, and they do all their promotional so and marketing. Yeah, it was Daniel. Did you see uh, this quote? That's crazy. Um, someone asked him – He went him, to a Golden State Warriors game. He did, yeah. It was Clippers yeah. Warriors game. <laughs> he was there. Wow. Um, Sorry, Some, the quote. Someone asked Daniel, 
um, if when you're on the wing, if Peter is always in your ear, um, and Daniel said, yeah. And then uh, a reporter named Steve Davis asked, is it easier when you play on the other sideline, like opposite Peter? And, and Daniel goes, yeah, you can still hear him, but you can pretend that you don't. So, oh, boy. <laughs> there you go. That's funny. <laughs> and that's got to be a joke. That's got to be a running joke in there somewhere. Like P- Peter's probably said, like, I know you can hear me on the opposite sideline. <laughs> He's screaming in Hungarian at him. Yeah. Like, Daniel, right. I know you hear me. Um, Daniel's not about yeah, to there's three Hungarians Peter's. in this goddamn stadium. <laughs> <laughs> it's you, me, and Christian. Those are the only people who yep. know. Well, I guess now isn't. Um, I know you can understand me. Bo- Botan. Oh, you Bora. got Botan. Yeah. So. Botox. What's his name? Baraka. Um, Baraka, Bo- Baraka, Botox, Barant. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I don't know. Daniel's Boca a Raton. fun guy. <laughs> Boca Raton. Um, Boca Raton, Florida. <laughs> yep. That's it. That's who is our new center back. Um, yes. So, yeah, I don't know. Daniel's just a fun guy. I just thought that was funny. So, absolutely. <clears throat> uh, moving on, moving on. We did have another question from Brian that I want to ask. This one's more of just like a hypothetical question. Um, I don't, I, I don't know where this will go, so we'll see. But he goes, if you could take SKC and put them in another league around the world, what league would you put them in? Maybe think about what teams you'd want to face in competitive matches, but also where they could succeed. I think that's an interesting sort of like thought exercise that I've never thought about. I don't know about you. Do you is there any league around the world that you think, yeah, SKC would be kind of fun to watch them play in that league? Oh boy. Uh, then you got to provide reasons for it. So like, yeah, you got to, you got to act <laughs> like you know what you're talking think. about here. That's right. Yeah, you want us to act like we're soccer people? This is crazy. <laughs> uh, you know, not none of the big leagues, probably. I mean, uh, no, I don't know if you're in one of the bigger leagues and you probably have big name players, right? And you know, probably even somewhere like that Scottish Premier League or uh, I don't know, Liga MX could be fun. You know, Concacaf area. Yeah. So I thought I actually I don't know why I didn't think of Liga MX. That would be fun. Um, just as like a test of how good Sporting KC really is compared to that style of play. Yeah. <clears throat> Scottish Premier League is one I thought of, but I, I think what would be really interesting is I'd like to see SKC in maybe like the English Championship because I think it would be a real challenge, but I think a lot of even championship fans in England really look down on MLS and really think, oh, it's a very substandard style of soccer. I do think MLS and the championship are closer than people give credit for. So I'd like to see how a good, well-built, deep team like Sporting KC could do in the championship. I don't know that we'd win promotion to the Premier League, but I don't think we'd be relegated down to League One. That's so, true. I don't know. Well, I think that'd be fun. Let me ask you this. Have you ever had to urinate so bad while recording this podcast? I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> <laughs> is that your problem right now? Do I need a filibuster while you go away? Uh, it's not a terrible idea. Okay. okay. I will filibuster and you come back. We're not going to cut this out of the nope. final product. This is all staying in. Stop. I'm going to pee my so pants. you go. Okay. Okay. I'll go fast. I will filibuster. Time me. Everybody time um, me. <laughs> all right. Starting the clock now. Um, hey, everybody. Well, <laughs> welcome to... Uh, the Jimmy Mack podcast now. Um, I can still hear Dan in my headphones. For those of you who are wondering, he doesn't have his microphone, but he's still got his, he's still got his, uh, his headset in that we're talking on. So, um, but while, uh, while Dan's taking his bathroom break, I did want to give a shout out to uh, a listener of ours, Anthony Hardwick. Um, we asked last week if any of you guys had any sort of sporting KC themed tattoos, um, one of our listeners, Kobe, had asked about that. And then uh, I don't have any tattoos. Dan does have a, a Casey Royals tattoo um, and some other tattoos. But Anthony Hardwick sent in using hashtag Sporting Inc. He's got a SKC-themed half-sleeve. And it's pretty darn cool. He's got the SKC crest up on his top left shoulder. He's got what looks like the Wizards logo sort of on his like tricep area. Um. It's pretty darn cool. Um, he sent in a lot of good photos. I think 
you know, he says it needs a little bit of a touch up. Um, but I think he's even got like a scene of Children's Mercy Park and someone taking a corner kick, um, sort of facing into the East Stand um, cauldron area. So thank you, Anthony, for sending that in. That's a, That's uh, very a pretty cool. sweet hashtag sporting. Ink. Very cool. Tattoo. Oh, he's back. <laughs> um, sporting KC even liked it, but they didn't. They didn't encourage more people to to share your tattoos. Sorry, man. So if you do have any sporting ink tattoos, let us know. We still want to know. That uh, uh, so. I thought that was badass. I never thought I'd see anything like that. Um, I think it all. Oh man, something that would be really cool is if you had like you, you've seen those tattoos. It's like the Superman crest that's like underneath your skin or something like that. You know, uh, it, it kind of yeah. looks like your skin's being clawed away and revealing something. That'd be kind of cool to do with the sporting crest. You know what I mean? It would be. Yeah, it kind of looks like you're ripping something off, and the sporting crest is coming out. Yeah, well, I like it. Cool. I don't know, Good but idea. would you want it like right by your heart? I mean, I I don't know. I've never had a chest tattoo, but that sounds well. They're all awful. How much do you they love sporting hurt. KC? I don't know, That's man. The question. It's it's pretty cool. Um. <laughs> uh, so yeah, thank you, Anthony, for sending that in. Uh, any other tattoos? Still send them. Hashtag Sporting Inc. Let us know. Um. Yeah. Moving on to uh, we did get the kickoff time for. Kickoff the season time opener. has changed. Yeah. Um, yeah. So LAFC uh, and SKC are going to kick off at 7.30 Central yeah. instead of 7. So a half hour That's later. Weird. But hey, just want to let you know. Hey, so, could be 9 o'clock on a Sunday, okay? So we'll take it. It could be. So hey, you know what? It's uh, it's better than what it could be otherwise. So it's yes. a good point. <laughs> Thank you for pointing that out. Um, well, you got something going on in uh, LAFC with uh, a lot of Carlos Vela talk. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we're going to move on to some MLS league news now. But yeah, that's speaking of yeah, LAFC. I'm trying to feed you. I was feeding you. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> um, it was professional transition, if you will. Um, what can I say? I'm professional. I pee while on the air. It's not a big deal. That's true. It's the most professional. <laughs> um <laughs> Carlos Vela was obviously one of the most important, if not, if not the most important player for LAFC last year. And there's some rumors that Barcelona are wanting to swoop in and take Carlos Vela um, at least on loan, if not outright by him. Um, which caught me by surprise. I mean, Vela is really good. He's played in La Liga before, but... I didn't think he was necessarily on Barcelona level. So were you surprised when you first heard these rumors? Yeah, a little bit. Um, didn't he address those rumors too? Like, didn't he say something about them? He did. So he's got a quote here. He says, it's a good sign when they speak about you. Um, and when there's interest from a club in you, that means you're on the right path and you're doing things well. Uh, that motivates you to do even better and to continue to show the great player that I am, and the great leader I'm trying to be on my team, take a new team to the highest level. Um, but then he goes, it's a topic that's complicated to talk about because from one side or the other, you can go either way, but I'm focused on working. I'm a soccer player and I'm trying to do my best job that I can. And outside of that, these are things for clubs and representatives to handle and you to stay on the outside. That's not a denial. That's not a, Hey, I don't want to go to Barcelona. I want to stay here. So does that make you nervous if you're an LAFC fan? Maybe a little bit. Uh, I think if you're an LAFC fan, everything makes you nervous because uh, there's there's such high expectations on that club now doing what they did last year and, you know, losing only once at home to, you know, Kansas City. Uh, it's a big it's a big club over there, and they would hate to lose their main man. Wasn't he the first LAFC signing? Yeah, he was. He was their marquee you guy. Know, he was their marketing guy, too. I mean, like... Uh, LA is right in his last name. So they would, they'd put their little logo in his last name and market the shit out of that. Yeah. Yeah. And with all of the uh, Mexican national team fans that live in the LA area, like he was he, yeah. all around from a, on the field and off the field perspective was such a perfect signing. Um, it's true. I don't know. It could be it's interesting. It's just going to be interesting. Yeah. LAFC, their GM said the club is obviously aware of the conversation going on publicly, but we will not, not disclose details. And then Barcelona manager Ernesto Valverde said, 
Vela is a great player who has already proven proven himself in this league, but we don't speak about players who play for other clubs. So no one okay. is denying anything. Yeah, so, no one's saying know. anything. It's very uh, it's, it's very presidential of you. <laughs> it'll be interesting because if he does leave, um, that's going to be tough for LAFC to replace him so close to the MLS season. And uh, yeah, I don't know. He, they probably wouldn't get a replacement till the summer at least, and LAFC would have a pretty big drop off. So who knows? Who knows? But, uh, it's just cool that MLS gets that gets the attention, though. Yeah, you know what I mean. Just to even be in that same conversation with someone like Barcelona looks really good for the league. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I mean, I didn't think that uh, we'd hear much of that type of conversation unless it's some Barcelona B player coming to Sporting Kansas City. That happens every other year. Um, yeah, but another player that reportedly there's been some conversation about is Nicolas Ladero for the Sounders. He came from Boca Juniors. Oh yeah. Um, he's Argentinian himself. And apparently according to this MLS soccer.com article, uh, there, there have been a lot of rumors about whether Ladero would, would go back to Boca Juniors. And they have a quote from him that says, without a doubt, if the rumors were true, I would leave. One would really want to go to Boca, especially since it's such a big club. Um, I don't know. So, what the hell? Yeah. It's pretty strange. If to, the rumors were true, I'd bounce. It's, it's kind of crazy that you're, a player is that open. So are they? Now, Sounder at Heart, which is the SB Nation site that covers the Sounders, say that Boca have not submitted a bid to Seattle. And excuse me, I misspoke. I said Ladera was Argentinian. He's Uruguayan. But uh, he, he played for, oh, for okay. Boca before. Um I didn't even correct you. I totally forgot. I'm like, is that not the same thing? Yeah. No. <laughs> he played for Boca from 2015 <clears throat> to 2016 just before going to Seattle. Um, right. Yeah. And he did go on to say, today I'm committed to the Sounders. This is the truth. They're only rumors. But I think if that, I think if it were the truth or I had to go, the Sounders fans would be would understand because we're talking about a very big club like Boca. So I think it'd be understandable if I were to go. I think he's given the Sounders fans a lot of credit there. I don't know if they'd be that understanding. Um, yeah, for sure. They they'd lose their minds. I mean they they lost their minds over uh over their damn jersey sponsor. So that was what I wanted to ask you about next. They they announced a new jersey I know. sponsor. I'm feeding you, bro. And I'm feeding you the gold. <laughs> and they had Xbox, which was a sweet sponsor. Like everyone loves Xbox. Oh hell yeah. And now they have a sponsor called Zulily. And Zulily Zulily, which is an online shopping site that's sort of like a discount shopping site who so far their main target audience has primarily been women, which is not a bad thing, but a subset of Sounders Twitter lost their damn minds and thought that this was a terrible move and that it's going to ruin the Sounders brand and how dare the Sounders do anything having to do with women, apparently. And, oh, my God, our next jersey's also going to have pink on it. So this is the end of the Sounders as we know it. Um, Did they say that? Oh, my God. Sounders, twi- go, go find the replies. If you want a good time. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. Go find the replies to the tweet where they announced it and then go on Sounders FC Reddit. And it is just a war zone of takes. Like... That's a sexist, sexist war zone, man. That's oh awful. my god, it's terrible. It is awful. Um, yeah, it's really bad. I don't think I would ever get that upset about a jersey sponsor. Can I mean, it's not like I'm out here running around like screaming my love for Ivy funds, like whatever. No, I'm, but I hate, I hate investments. Right? How dare you make me play conservatively? <laughs> I want to be a risk taker. <laughs> yeah, like I don't I don't understand. Like Zulily is a is a is a company that has ties to Seattle, gave them more money than Xbox was willing to give them, and they're going to be able to take that money and yeah, in turn put it into the club. Zulily even redesigned their logo to make it look better for the Sounders. Like what else do Wait, you want? Wait, what is What is what's what's comparable to Zulily? What is that one uh Oh my god, dude! It's a website where everyone kind of makes their own stuff and sells it in a marketplace Etsy? style. Are you talking about Etsy? 
Etsy. Yes, yeah. this reminds me of Etsy. I, I wanted to say Poshmark for some reason, but hey, maybe it's Poshmark as well. Yeah. But people were saying, you know, people that, you know, people bought the Sounders jerseys like internationally merely because it had Xbox on it because it was one of the cooler jerseys. And I'll be honest with you, dude, from someone who likes gaming like myself, I I love Xbox. So if I didn't know anything about MLS, I'm probably going to judge from the jersey sponsor and I'm probably going to go with Xbox, maybe even YouTube over uh, at LAFC now. But for, uh, aside from that, I'm not going to get an Ivy Funds jersey. I'm not going to go get a Alaskan Airlines jersey. I, it's It just makes sense. So I can understand a little frustration why people were heated. You know, Xbox went with their whole green theme too. You know, the, the color uh, scheme they got going on. Yeah, I mean, it was it was pretty much perfect being able to have Xbox there from Microsoft, which was a Seattle-based business. The colors matched and everything. I, I, I totally get that. But if Zulily was the one who came with the money and Xbox was like, now nah, we're good, you got to go with the money if, it, if you're going to reinvest it in your club. It's true. And, and they're a Washington business too. Yeah, exactly. And let's be honest. How many people internationally are really buying Sounders jerseys? And is this going to totally destroy their brand? No, it's not. I don't think no, so. No, I don't think so. And But let me ask you this. Who's going to be the first club to put a sleeve sponsor on their jersey? Because can, you can do that this year. Mm, that's a good question. I don't know. I don't know, man. We won't know until the kits are released. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, if they do get one, they get a better one than Everton has. Because Everton has friggin' Angry Birds. And it annoys me every <laughs> single time I see it. They uh, do. Uh, Manchester United has like Kohler, like the like the water faucets that you put in your kitchen sink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, see, this is the thing. No soccer jersey sponsor is really cool ever. Like, think yeah, about... I, what, what would Kansas City even do, though? Uh, Johnny's Tavern, right on the sleeve? Get on it, Johnny's. Jo- yeah, Joe's KC Barbecue. Um Oh, that'd be nuts. I mean, Martha Bryant's. Think about all the other jersey sponsors. Yeah, you mentioned YouTube TV for LAFC. That's not bad. I guess Acura for Columbus is fine. And then obviously Red Bull, but that's because Red Bull owns the the Red Bulls. DC's got Audi, right? No, they don't. No, they've got Lighters, which is a defense contractor. That's right. Um, Uh, Audi is their field. Got it. Yeah. I mean, there's not really any team that has like Eddie had airways oh my NYC. yeah and that's only because they're tied to manchester city but like exactly cool chicago has a paint company valspar like yeah no one, no one like no there's no team that like what does salt lake have life advantage or something like that what is that no one knows so that's true and houston's like we're not even going to do a sponsor we can sell jerseys on our own well, it looks Fast better. Forward, narrator says they now can't. they have the MD Anderson <laughs> Cancer Center as their sponsor, but all right, the right. logo does not look that good. How, on how are you going to do that? How are you <laughs> going to have a cancer center give you money? Shouldn't you be giving them money? That's a valid point. I do not know. Not I a fan. Do, well, not a fan of that. Don't take money from cancer research. One could argue how you can have a children's hospital give you money. Shouldn't you be giving them money? Uh, I don't even know what that partnership's about. I don't know how sponsorships really work. I just assume people give someone money and they give the money right back. I don't really know. Yeah, and I don't actually know, for the record, if Children's Mercy does actually give Sporting KC money. There might be... I, I think I heard at one point that the, they they thought of that, so that it doesn't quite work where like Children's Mercy pl- pays the club. Uh, Sporting KC yeah. didn't have a naming partner before then anyway, so it wasn't like they were getting money. Oh, yeah. Do you think... Do you think Children's Mercy needs the publicity to have their name on a stadium? I don't I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. It might honestly help Sporting KC more than it even helps Children's yeah. Mercy. Um, Absolutely, better than area. Livestrong. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, look, Children's Mercy throws their um, party every year where they have freaking Paul Rudd and Eric Stone Street and like every Hollywood person ever come in and, and the big slick party. And like Jake Tapper oh, from yeah. CNN to that? hosts it. I haven't. I want to go, but yeah, we should go next year or this year. Rob Riggles there. Like everybody's there. <laughs> so David Keckner, yeah, good times. Yeah. Um. So yeah, calm down, Sounders fans. Like, but if you do, yeah. if you do want to be go. entertained, go find the the angry tweets. It's pretty funny. 
Oh my god, I can't. I'm I'm too angry all the time. So, the only other thing I saw right before we started recording is Ashley Cole officially signed with Derby County, which is Johnny Russell's former club. So, get him out of here. I never liked him anyways. He was too slow. Yeah. Well, and you he's a Chelsea guy, and I know as a Manchester United fan. Yeah, we don't like Chelsea either. You're not a you're not a Chelsea fan. So, bro, Man U is crushing it right now. Yeah. Yeah. I read a uh, a pretty hilarious Twitter thread today um, where a guy was talking about how he, he is from England. He's a big soccer fan, um, but his parents and his whole family are not at all soccer fans, like not sports fans in the slightest. And long story short, the, this guy's parents were on a train and there was this group of people behind him like being kind of loud while they were playing a card game. And I guess he kind of like shot him a look and like one of the guys came over and apologized. He's like, hey, I'm really sorry. I know we're being kind of loud. Um We'll quiet down. Like, you know, can I make it up to you? Do you want a picture? And the dad's like, okay, I guess if you want to take a picture of us, that's fine. So he hands this guy his phone so he can take a picture of him and his wife. And the guy's like, no, no, no. I mean, like, do you want to, a picture with me? And and the dad didn't know who he was, but he's like, whatever. Sure, I guess. So they take a picture with him. And then he texts his son. He's like, hey, do you know who this is? He just asked if we wanted a picture with him. I don't know who it is. It was Paul Pogba. And the, kid, oh, no. the, kid, the kid was like freaking out. He's like, what do you mean you don't know who he is? And he was like, I don't know. We're on yeah, a train from Manchester. And then he sends him another one, and he's got a picture with Nemanja Matic. He's like, well, who is this guy? He was on the train with the entire oh, freaking no. Manchester United squad and did not know. That's so funny. <laughs> so, you know, Paul Pogba only just won that. the World Cup and is the most expensive football player in the world. But, hey, you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. That's so cool. Anyway, that's all I got for you. I don't know. You have anything else? That's it, man. This was a great holiday special coming to you on Wednesday. Um, you know, we got a game. Uh, if you're listening to this, there's probably a preseason game about to start here in an hour. So try to tweet at SKC Match Day and see if they're going to send out some updates this time. Or go follow your boy Chad Smith at Play for 90, right? Yeah. Hopefully he'll be there. Um but yeah, please, SKC Match Day, actually do what you said you would do and, and tweet. There we um, go. We so, all are counting on you. Uh, that's all we got for you this week, folks. Um, don't forget to to leave us a rating or review if you can. We would yeah, be very su- appreciative. Subscribe to this podcast. A lot of podcasts say don't forget to subscribe, and it's like, doesn't everyone usually subscribe? Are there actually people going in and checking our feed on the daily seeing when our new episodes are up just subscribe if you haven't i'm sure everyone subscribes already if you're a new listener thank you for listening just hit that subscribe button new we listeners. appreciate it um ratings and reviews hit us up i we, promise uh, something uh, one weird of us happened last week jimmy what happened oh we like lost a review we had 90 and now we have oh, 89 yeah. i don't even know how that happens yeah yeah i think it's someone like deactivated their whole phone well <laughs> You know what? Hopefully, we don't lose any more ratings and reviews, um, or get comments Hanging about eighty nine. Anything this week? But uh, yeah, thank you, uh, thank you all for listening. Um, we do appreciate your ratings and reviews and your subscriptions. Um, mm-hmm. You can also send us a tweet no of at no other pod at jcmax zero three and at dan Kuzer. Shoot us an email nootherpod at gmail dot com or uh, like us on Facebook facebook dot com slash no other pod. Um, that's what we got for you this week, folks. We will be back next week after some more Sporting KC preseason soccer. But until then, he's Dan. I'm Jimmy. We'll talk to y'all later. See ya. See ya. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. 
Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.